I'm no longer a slave to fear, for I am a child of God. Love it. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Speaking of which, parents, you may be asking, why do we have the little ones in here today? Because I love when the little ones are around. That's a, I love being the children's pastor. I love being the youth pastor. I love being the family pastor. Um, and uh, what I'm going to be preaching about today, what God's got in my heart as we go into Matthew, uh, is Matthew 5, 13 through 16, is uh, critical for our, our young ones to hear as well. So if we've got any, I think there might be some kids that might be out in the foyer, including my own uh, Hallie, who's helping. But Hallie, I'm going to have you come on in too, please, if we can get all the kids in here. Oh, that's all right. Hey, I've got four kids. I understand. My... No worries. No worries, no worries. <laughs> Walk of shame. No, I'm just kidding. Welcome to the party. Woo! So it's Super Bowl Sunday, huh? Now who, who are the Eagles playing again? I'm just kidding. I'm sorry, Gene, kind of. Um, oh. Anybody have any Super Bowl traditions in your family? Like going and spending time with certain family members or friends, or you're just about the commercials or the halftime show. Um, I was talking... Colin and I love, foot, or love the football part. My wife likes the, the commercials. My two older ones like the halftime show usually. Uh, and Daisy likes the puppy bowl. Um, so we kind of all got our own thing on Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, but we do have a tradition in our family. Um, and it started back February 2nd of 2014 is when this tradition started. Uh, it's kind of an unfortunate tradition other than the fact the Seahawks beat the Broncos that day 43-8. to um, we had a huge party that was planned at our house. We had a bunch of people that were supposed to be coming over and a uh, big potluck. And Colleen had been cooking since the day before. And we woke up that morning and uh, we had three kids at the time. It was Hallie, Marina, and Colin. Um, and all three of them were sick. And I'm not just saying sick, like they were sick, sick. Like sick, sick, sick. And it was like, Colleen turned to me, and she goes, I think we're going to have to cancel a party. I'm like, that's all right. The Seahawks are still playing. That, yep, let's cancel a party. We're not going to have anybody. And we'd had people come over to our house for probably six, seven years before that. We always hosted a Super Bowl party. But this was going to be the Super Bowl party of all the Super Bowl parties because my team was in it finally. Like, finally, the Seahawks had made the Super Bowl, and we had a shot. We were playing Peyton Manning, but it was gonna, we still had a shot. Well, they were all sick. And... Uh, the, if, if you, you probably don't remember the game like I do, <laughs> but the first play of the game, Peyton Manning steps back, they say a hike, the ball goes over his head, out the back of the end zone, safety, Seahawks are winning two to nothing within 12 seconds of the game starting. I'm going nuts. Hallie gave an arm up from her laying position on the couch. Marina kind of looked over and smiled a little bit, and Colin did the same, he kind of smiled a little bit, and then... The Seahawks game, like I said, it was 43 days. It was a final. So it was like nonstop scoring, scoring, scoring. But after I went nuts and was bouncing around the house and jumping around, almost hit the ceiling fan and all that, Colleen's like, you got to bring it down. The kids are sick. And I'm like, okay. Again, 43 points were scored, and I'm bringing it down. But I was. My neighbors, my poor neighbors back then, I was running up and down the street. I was hooting and hollering in, the, in front of my front yard. 
Um, it was a spectacle for anybody that would have seen me outside going crazy um, that day. Well, this is where uh, if you have a weak stomach, you're going to want to cover your ears or uh, maybe put your head down for a moment. But that, that afternoon, after we got all the confetti cannons cleaned up and all that kind of stuff out of the living room, I still at that point had three sick kids. And Colleen's like, I'm going to go to bed. I got him. I got him. My adrenaline's pumping. I'm like, I'm not going to sleep tonight anyway. We had all three of them sleeping on the couch. And I'm laying down below the couch. And, uh, and I remember, I think it was Colin. He goes, Dad. And I looked up. And I, I said, what? And as I said, what? Blah. Into my face, into my mouth, into my nose. My mouth was full of my son's vomit. I don't even know what was said, what was yelled, or anything else. I ran outside to the hose and spraying it in my face, in my mouth, trying to get it all out. The taste was still there. Colleen heard me yelling as I ran outside. She comes in. She turned back and went back towards the bathroom herself. Um, I came back in, loved up on my son, called the situation, took a shower. Um, it was brutal. I tell you that. Because the next year, the Seahawks made the playoffs again, and I was like, Colleen, we got to get the kids sick. That's our good luck charm. And she, she's like, she goes, we can't get the kids sick. And I was like, we got to get the kids sick. That's how the Seahawks win the Super Bowl. Um, and she reminded me of that story, and I never wished it again. But, but our Super Bowl tradition is this, is, is our kids get sick. And uh, Marina last night woke me up early this morning, today. Sick as a dog. So you may have fun Super Bowl traditions. The Inmans do not. Um, but I have learned my lesson, and I will not be anywhere near Marina as she is sick. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Um, whew, yeah, man. Now I just said it. Now it's in my mouth. And my, I'm sorry. Let me get a drink of water here real quick. I shouldn't have brought that. Woo! But... Parenting, absolutely. Marina, Marina's not here today. Um, and it's been brought to my attention by three young children already. Where's Marina? Where's Marina? Um, I share that. I share that, you know, that she's sick and all of that. But she has a light in her. If you know Marina and you know her heart, she has a light that just booms from her. Um, with the little kids. She loves helping Miss Riley back there with the little kids. She loves helping with Awana. Um, any of our neighbors, she knows all of those little kids. Um, the little kids love when Marina walks into the room. Um, but it's not just them. It's her friends, her friends that she brings to youth, her friends that she hangs out with when I get to see them at different events or whatever. Um, she always brings that light out in, in her joyful attitude. And she does it with her teachers and with adults as well. Um, there's there's a, a real special thing. Um, and, you know, I love all four of my kids, and they all four have their own ways of, of glowing and stuff. But um, Marina, um, with, with her attitude and her love for life and her love for Jesus, blows up that light in everything that she does. If you could please uh, turn your Bibles to Matthew 5, 13 through 16. That's where we're going to be at. 
Um, as you do that, I'm going to go ahead and pray as we get ready to dive into God's good word. God, you are an amazing God, and I just thank you for the opportunity to be here. God, the opportunity to be up here and represent you and to, to speak your words and to love up on my church family, God, it's a huge blessing. I'm thankful for it. I'm forever grateful uh, for this opportunity, God. Speak through me. Uh, let the words be pure of what you want our church family to hear. Uh, and uh, help us, God, that we can uh, continue to grow and uh, become stronger warriors for you. We ask all this in your precious and holy name. Amen. All right, so last week, uh, Pastor Gene went over the Beatitudes, and I'm, I'm going to go over them real quick, uh, just kind of kick off. Um, we don't have those up there, but the Beatitudes are Matthew 5, uh, starts at 2. Uh, it says, He opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs are the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they are comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for the reward is great in heaven. For so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Jesus is saying, as Pastor Gene talked about, Jesus is saying, I don't care who you are, or what, uh, what you or anyone else is going through. I have great things for all of you. Um, if you will come trust me and welcome me into your heart and into your life. Um, I need you all and all of them to influence the world. And we can't be undercover Christians. We just absolutely can't. Um, we can't be camouflaged, all right? I wore this shirt up here on purpose. We can't be camouflaged. I was going to do this. I don't know how many people will get that. Uh, maybe some wrestling fans out there. But um, we can't be camouflaged in what we're doing. We, we have to be salty and we have to be lit. Yeah. We have to be salty, and we have to be lit. All right, so we start out Matthew 5. Again, if you have it, Matthew 5, 13. We're going to do verse 13. You are the salt of the earth, but if salt has lost its taste, how shall its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled under people's feet. How many of you like salt in your food? Raise your hand. You like salt in your food? All right. If that salt had no taste or no flavor, would you still put it on your food? No, it would probably make it just a crunchy substance that's on your food that doesn't have any flavor at all. Um, we are, as Christians, we are to be different. Um, if we are just salt with no taste, um, we're not really doing anything for our families. We're not doing anything for our community. Um, we are called to be different. We are called to add the flavor of Christ in whatever we are doing. 
We do not want to be a church of unflavored salt, all right? You think about um, some churches that, uh, regardless of how many they have, whether it's five or they have 150, they have 500, maybe they have 20 services during the day, okay? If that church isn't out and being the flavor of their community, what good are they? They're just a, a bunch of people that are inhabiting a building, that are sitting inside a building and listening to somebody talk. Um, it's important for us, again, we don't want to be the salt that has no flavor. We want to be the salt that that's people, that um, maybe the salt that gives the flavor of Christ in whatever we're doing. I need uh, Harrison, Savannah, Aviva, and Daisy to please come up here for a second. I'll have the you two over here and then Savannah and Harrison over here. All right. I'm going to read the next, uh, next part here. Matthew 5, 14. Um, it says, You are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do people light a lamp and put under a basket, but on a stand. And it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your shine, your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to the Father who is in heaven. All right, I bring these guys up here. All right, did I tell you I was going to call you up? No, this is a big surprise, all four of you, huh? Even the one related to me who's giving me the stink eye. Um, this is an absolute surprise right here that I brought these four up. But I brought these four up for a specific reason. These two that are over here on my left, okay, Savannah and Harrison, if you follow uh, Miss Kayla on Facebook, you saw them doing something special this week. Um, it's something that not, not different to the family, not different to our church. Our church did an amazing food drive out here, and so many of you came and served our community in a loving way. But these two, where were you this week? A food bank. They went to the food bank. They went to the food bank. They didn't just go to the food bank to hang out. You guys put some work in, didn't you? I know in the one video I saw Harrison, okay? Here's Harrison. See Harrison right here? Look at this guy. Show him your muscles, Harrison. Show him what you got. No, that's all right. I won't go that far. All right. So Harrison reaches down into this big box, okay? This is on video. Reaches into the big box. He pulls up, I don't know, what, two, three hundred apples? Here's a bunch of apples. Maybe not quite that many. But he picks up this big thing of apples, and he takes like two big huffs. He turns around, and he starts walking off. And you see the back of an older gentleman that's like looking. He's just looking like that. You just see the, view, the eyes, and he just watches Harrison walk off of the apples <laughs> in the video, which is just absolutely amazing to me because that. Nothing against that man. He's serving too. All of you guys were serving. And you guys were helping those that need help, right? You were shining the light. Like it talked right here in Matthew 5. It talks about shining that light. Being able to love up on others. And that's what you did, right? You guys did awesome. All right, stay up here. Good job. Let's hear it for the... Over here on my right, we got Lady Eagles. Now, I didn't have them wear their jerseys just because of church. We have a game at 12, so we're going to whoop, whoop after, after church. But uh, the Lady Eagles right here, 
these girls, uh, I've been blessed to be able to be their coach this year. Um, I'm coaching second grade girls basketball uh, with 12 girls that have maybe played in the backyard with family, a few of them, but none of them had ever played basketball before. And it was rough at first, wasn't it, girls? It was rough, but the girls have gotten stronger, they've gotten better, they've gotten faster. But here's the thing that I want to share with you guys. We have these two girls that go to this church. There's girls that go to Lutheran church. There's girls on our team that go to Catholic church, non-denominational. And then we have some that don't go to church at all. But this team of believers from all different denominations, okay, this team of basketball players, future uh, Eagles, well, they're Eagles now. All the schools are Eagles, I guess. So, but they're Eagles now, but they're they're. They're wanting to play basketball and continue playing basketball. We haven't won a game this year, okay? We haven't. It's just it's the honest truth. We've been close a couple of times. And the team we're playing today was the closest that we've been, and we're going to get them today, right? Yeah? So we're playing other feeder teams and other schools, but this is, this is the light that I want you to hear about these two and the rest of their team. We haven't won a game but at the end of every game, when you go through and you give your high fives and your handshakes, these girls make a tunnel for the other team. Now, you all know a tunnel, right, that the kids run through and all that stuff? They start on their own. They're like, can we do a tunnel for the other team? Absolutely do a tunnel for the – I've never – the WNBA and the NBA need to adopt this tunnel thing that's happened with these second-grade girls because it's absolutely amazing. These girls finish. They're tired. They're sweaty. They're, you know, they've given it everything they've got. And even though they had lost the game, they still shine that light. And they still let others see their character and how awesome they are. Okay? This is just four. I know there's other stories. Please, family, share those stories with me. I want to hear those stories. I want to celebrate your children. I want to celebrate what's going on in your family's lives. But these four right here are giving that light that, that I talked about. I'm going to read the verse again. You guys ready? Yeah? <laughs> None of them like me anymore. That's all right. All right, Matthew five fourteen. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand. And it gives light to all the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Let's hear it for these four girls. And three girls and some boy. Awesome job, guys. Awesome job. You can go back and sit down. Guys, it's, it's important for all of us. The, the, the display of love and caring. We talked about the mission stuff, the loads of love that's happening the different mission teams that are getting ready to come in here. We've got some from Texas, and we've got some from Colorado, um, some from within the state that are coming to, to serve this local area. I've seen it. I've seen it just in my short time here. The light that you guys shine um, is amazing. When we did the food pantry, there were so many of you guys here. There were people from F3 that were here. There were people from the school district that were here. Um, we had an opportunity to love up on this community, and I'm thankful for that, thankful to be a part of that. Um, these four kids, I, I, I bring them 
to your attention because the kids are getting ready to start a new lesson. Uh, we're we're going to be doing Jesus' Storybook Bible. If you're familiar with G- Jesus' Storybook Bible, um, it's something that this year I started. I gave out to all of our kindergarten kids. If you don't have it, I highly recommend getting it. Um, the lessons will be coming out of there. Um, but we're, the passion, the drive of this church is to, to reach our young children, build them up. But it's also to reach our adults and to reach those that we haven't met yet. So I'm going to need everyone to please grab your flashlight. If you didn't get a flashlight, raise your hand. Miss Daisy will come around with the box. Daisy, look for hands. And then make sure it works. Go ahead and turn it on real quick and then turn it back off. All right, I think we got everybody. Thank you, Daisy. All right, if you guys, the ones I talked to, if you could please hit the lights. Sorry, that sunlight's beautiful. I love that sunlight, but we're going to cover it up for a minute. (laughs) All right, we live in a dark, fallen world. This isn't a breaking news to anybody. This is a dark, fallen world. There's sin all around us. There's sin in our own lives. But we all have something that others do not. We have each other. And look around this room real quick. We still have a little light, so that's helping to look around. But look around this room. We've got each other's backs. The amount of support that went out for for Maddie and Eric this week, um, as people were praying and everything as they were waiting. Uh, We've got people that are going through some medical issues. The power of prayer and the power of testimony and the power of love is incredible. And we as a church family have that here at True Life Community Church. But not everybody has that that's out there. I know that there's people, again, you know, part of my basketball team, I know what churches they go to. I'm sorry, if I'm coaching your kids, you're going you're to know about Jesus. or you're gonna, I'm going to know if you know about Jesus. Um, but they're all over the place. And some of them go to other churches. Some of them just don't go to church at all. Some of them may have grown up in a church. Go ahead and click those uh, lights on real quick. Oh, I'm sorry, not that light. Thanks, though, Jackson. That, that was my fault. All right, you got your flashlights on, okay? And it talks about in the verse, we could cover them up, right? We could cover them up so the light's not shining. We can put them in our pocket, okay? That's the same with our Christianity, our beliefs. Are we keeping our beliefs in our pocket as we go to work? Are we keeping our beliefs in our pocket as we go to school? Are we afraid, ashamed to let it, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine? We can't be embarrassed. We can't be embarrassed. We can't hide it away. We've got to be that salt. We've got to be that flavored salt. We have to be that light of the world. 
We're called to let it shine. Let that light shine in everything that we're doing, whether it's with our family, with our friends, with our coworkers, whatever it is, we need to let that light shine. So I'm going to ask now the left side, go ahead and light up the sound booth over here. Light up the sound booth. Everybody point it. This side over here, point it towards me. Okay? All right, now look at both the sound booths. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Again, I didn't give anybody back there a heads up, but here comes the light. With just that one light, you can still light up your area. You can still light up right around you. But right now, as we're pointing flashlights at the sound booth and at me, you're lighting up a lot more area when we're working together. And that's what we're called to do. We're called to be together. We're called to, to worship together. We're called to serve together. If it's Pastor Gene and I are the only ones that are loving up on the neighborhood, whew, I don't know if we're going to make it, brother. But with your help, with your assistance in shining your light and letting people know what you know, we can light up a lot more. All right, you don't have to blind the sound guys anymore. Or... Go ahead and turn the lights back on. All right, you can go ahead and turn your flashlights off if you haven't yet already. Daisy, you're still kind of getting me a little bit. The flashlights are yours to keep, okay? Just as a reminder, whether you want to put that on your desk, you want to put it in your car, on your keys, whatever. Um, it's just a reminder of, of letting your light shine. Uh, I wanted the kids in here again. The kids are critical in, uh, in spreading God's love. I've, I've talked to the children about it. I've talked to the youth about it. They are our missionaries in the schools. They are our missionaries in the home schools. They are our missionaries in their sports, in their clubs, in their groups, serving at the food bank, wherever they're at, the children are little missionaries. Parents, you're our missionaries too, and we need your help. Adults, we need your help. Again, this is a fallen world. God has something for everyone that's out there. We need to love up on them. We need to share what God has for them. Shane Pruitt, who's an author, uh, he's with North American Mission Board, he said, uh, it, where it says two or more are gathered, uh, the scripture where it says two or more are gathered is about helping a community of believers know how to walk with someone caught up in continual sin. Again, where scripture, the verse talks about uh, two or more gathered. It's about helping a community of believers know how to walk with someone caught up in continual sin. We don't have to do it in here. We need to be able to be, be able to share God's love out in the community. We need to be able to share God's love and, and everything that we're doing. And if you need help, call one of us up. We'll come with you and meet with somebody. If you have somebody that's going through something, we don't need to know the name. If we know somebody that's gone through something similar, through testimonies, that's one of my favorite things. I say to the youth all the time, your testimony, your story I think Matthew West has a new song, Your Story for My, or my Story for Your Glory. It's my story, my testimony for God's glory. 
I know some of your guys' stories. Pastor Gene knows just about all of your stories. We may not know every little bit of it, but there's somebody that's going to come across our path, your path, or somebody in this church's path that's going to need some help. There was a, I was hoping to see her today. There was a lady that I met on Wednesday that was going through some stuff, and I'm hoping and I'm praying. I, I gave her my card, my phone number, and everything else, and, and, uh, and asked her to reach out. Um, and I'm hoping that she does, because what she's going through, when I talk to the ladies' Bible study on Thursday, the ladies in there are like, oh my goodness, I want her to come, I want to talk to her, I want to share. I've gone through the same stuff, it's normal, it's fine, it's, everything is okay. This lady is struggling, and she's hurt, and, and she's feeling defeated. But we've got people in our church family that can talk to her. Be praying for her. Be praying for Miss Princess. Uh, I told her I'm going to be praying. I told her I'm going to have other, people's, other people pray for her. Uh, be praying for her that she, if she doesn't come here, she finds a body of believers that will be there for her. She's been invited to the women's Bible study. She knows what time we meet on Sundays. It's just getting over those, those barriers that we all have dealt with before. Uh, we're too busy, we're too tired, or whatever else to, to be able to come and be together. So True Life family, church family, we need to let our lights shine on our street. We need to let our lights shine in our neighborhood in the 370 Valley in St. Charles City, St. Charles and St. Louis County, Missouri and beyond. As I'm hearing mission trips to Japan, and I know North American Mission Board just sent some people uh, for the earthquake victims, and all the different mission trips or just vacations that you might be going on, my hope and prayer is that you will let that light shine wherever you're going, that you'll let people know what's available to them. In a second, uh, the worship team is going to come back up and, uh, and play. My invitation to you is this. If you don't have that light, like I do, like Pastor Gene does, like uh, some others in the group, in the church, if you don't have that light in your heart, you have not accepted Christ into your heart, Please come up and talk with Pastor Gene or I. <laughs> I'm throwing something on him now. I didn't tell anybody anything about what I was going to do. I'm sorry, Gene. But Gene and I are going to be up here at the front, and we'd love for you to come talk to us. Hear what's available to you. We would love for your light to shine out of True Life Community Church alongside our lights. We would love for your light to be able to, to be a beacon for people to know they can come here. This is a safe place. We won't gossip about them. We won't tear them down. We're going to love up on each other. We've got to be that church family that we're not judging. We're here to love and spread God's love. So in a moment when the, when the worship team starts playing, again, if you, if you want to come up and talk to us, if you want to come up and talk to us any other time, we, uh, we're always available. Always. We live right here, right near y'all. So, God, I just thank you. I thank you for the opportunity to, to serve alongside, to be a warrior alongside my brothers and sisters here at True Life Community Church. God, this is a fallen world. It's a fallen state. It's a fallen county. It's a fallen city. It's a fallen community. God, we struggle with sin as well. God, help us to continue to lean on each other 
but God, to keep the focus on you. God, help us to work together that we can share your love with others that need to know your love. We want people to feel that this is a safe place that they can come and talk and worship and get to know you better. God, help us knock down those walls that this is a comfortable place. I saw the walls knocked down, God. You knocked them down on Friday night as we had several visitors come here. And what I loved about every visitor that came in, they knew somebody from our church family. God, that's what you've created here at True Life Community Church. That's what you've created right here in this church body. Let that salt have a flavor that people know there's something different. And again, God, let that light shine that everyone wants to come see what's going on and what you have for them. You are an amazing God, and I thank you for all that you do. I ask all this in your precious and holy name. Amen. Thank you.